Hello, and welcome back to Two Nerd Girls. I'm Kylie. And I'm Kaylee. And we are very late. We are super late. We are super, super late. Like, over a month. Man. Late for the episode, let's specify. Late for the episode. We, We recorded the episode, and we had, what, maybe five minutes to go and realized that about half of the episode hadn't recorded (laughs) yeah and then summer happened and that leads us into our housekeeping right kaylee it does so basically um dear listeners we also do another podcast now tome sweet tome we do it with our friend rachel you should definitely check it out uh, we can definitely link that in the show notes if you mm-hmm. are interested in jumping in on book discussion. Well, listening to book discussion anyways. Um, we do that podcast every other week. So the plan for Two Nerd Girls is to slot that in every other week as well so that the episodes alternate. Yes. I got a little overwhelmed trying to record two at once and then I think we had to pick one and Two Nerd Girls got sat down for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, we, we went we went on summer vacation. Yeah, but we're <laughs> back we now. Back. Yes. And ready to talk Disney. So expect an episode every other week instead of every week. Um, yeah. That is where we are at. And so as we stated before, this episode was meant to go in June. So we are a little bit late on it, but we still really wanted to do it. Do it. Um, and I know that Kaylee has been chomping at the bit. So Kaylee, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about Lilo and Stitch, (laughs) and I am crazy excited for this. I have honestly, I am imagining you like sitting in your space, just kind of bouncing up and down, holding a Stitch doll right now. (laughs) Basically, my actually my giant Stitch stuffed animal is at my grandpa's house, so you know he's not here with me right now. He is in spirit. (laughs) Yes. Um. But, you know, I'm still super excited. Lilo and Stitch has been my favorite, my all-time favorite Disney movie for a while now. So I'm excited to finally get to talk about it. This, re- this episode originally was supposed to go out the 15th anniversary of Lilo and Stitch. So this episode would have been released the week of that 15th anniversary. So um, happy super late 15th. Lilo and Stitch because it feels feels really weird to me to think about the fact that this movie is 15 years old (laughs) I know I I mean I have those little those little moments where you know it's like oh they're doing the a couple years ago it's like oh you're doing the 
20th anniversary of the Lion King. That doesn't seem right. Oh, it's the 20th anniversary of Pocahontas. That doesn't seem right. Oh, uh, the Little Mermaid was how long ago? Oh, shit. <laughs> like, what do you mean I'm old? Please stop. <laughs> Life is not measured in years or whatever. It is measured in Disney anniversaries. So, you know, when you hit that 20th one, it's kind of like, uh, like, oof. like for this one, for the 15th, you know, I can still remember clearly as a child conning my uncle into taking me to see this because we were going to the movie theater. It was me and my uncle and my two cousins to see something else. And we got the movie time wrong. And so they were trying to decide what else to see. And then I like conned everybody into seeing Lilo and Stitch. And it's just been... I like, I have this headcanon about that where you knew what time the movie was, but you intentionally told them the wrong one. <laughs> I can't remember that that intricate of detail, but it honestly doesn't, like, I, I would not put it past myself as I drop myself in. I would not put it past myself to do something like that. So it's very possible. <laughs> um... <laughs> but I, I did. I really wanted to see it, you know, because I loved, I loved the trailers. Back then, you know, when they were when they were first advertising this movie, they they did it in a really fun way. You know, if you've seen this movie, you know Stitch is a troublemaker, at least at the beginning. And they added that into the trailers. So some of the advertisements would just be Stitch crashing other Disney movies. I oh my god, I vividly remember those. And I love I just I loved it. Like there's the one for Aladdin, where Jasmine and Aladdin are on, you know, the magic carpet or whatever, and Stitch pulls up in his little spaceship and is like, hey, baby, hey, ooh, ooh, and then he, like, rides off with Jasmine and he steals her, you know, so it's just kind of like, I don't know, it was fun advertising. <laughs> I got this kid's in attention. See, I, you're gonna, you're not gonna like me for this. Um, I, I remember watching them and distinctly being like, excuse you, who are you? And what are you doing there? That is, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> I think that was kind of the point, though, because a lot of the characters, that was the reaction of a lot of the characters. Well, and I, I very distinctly I, remember I shared it. <laughs> one of the movie posters. It's just Stitch on a white background sitting there. I think he's got his collar on. But around the border of it are all the angry Disney characters from the movies that he crashed in those trailers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think they were really clever with how they they advertised it. I think they did a good job. I I definitely appreciate it now um, a lot more than I did then, but I was also kind of a brat at that point. So (laughs) take everything that 12-year-old me said with a grain of salt. Which, you know, before we get into, like, characters and stuff like that, the clever advertisement... If you think about it, Lilo and Stitch doesn't seem like a movie that would pay off in that sense. Because it's not really one of the super talked about Disney movies. Although, if you go to Disney World anyways, Stitch is everywhere. Which makes my heart happy. Like, they I... have a giant Stitch that spits water on the World of Disney store at Disney Springs. So, it doesn't seem like one of the crazy successful Disney movies. But actually, this is one of my favorite facts about this movie, is that it is one of two films released in the the first decade of the 2000s 
that actually made its budget back in its initial theatrical release. The other one being Princess and the Frog, which again isn't one that I think is considered a super crazy right. successful Disney movie. So, yeah, it was really successful in some senses, money-wise. I I actually thought of you today um because I was I was on Facebook and I I forget what fan page it was, but had posted a picture of some girls Disney collection that she had amassed over the last three years and I want to say 70% of it was Stitch and it made me think of you because I felt like you would probably beat her up and take it uh yeah probably <laughs> I just I don't I, I Stitch I love so, that character I have a so, tattoo of him so actually which leads perfectly into who is your favorite character <laughs> Stitch would be the easy answer um, but I definitely have to go, I think, with Lilo. I've said, so I, I've said for forever that if I ever have a kid, if I ever have a daughter, I want her to be like Lilo, minus the whole, you know, like, the orphan backstory. Yeah, um, let's try to avoid that, eh? Yeah, but she's just, she's not afraid to be herself, even when you can clearly see that, like, doesn't win her any points with the kids that she goes to school with, or at least she goes to like school of school with, and she calls them her friends. They very clearly don't treat her that way, but she still does her own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, I don't know. And plus she's, she's so crazy pure. adorable. Like when she's her. talking to Cobra Bubbles. <laughs> I'm adjusted. I eat four food groups and look both ways with crossing the street and take long naps. <laughs> and get disciplined and it just steamrolls <laughs> from there you know she's got such like this crazy imagination and i love it <laughs> yes by the way i can quote this movie probably all the way through without watching it if that tells you how many times i've seen it only oh. a couple i once impressed a five-year-old with my ability to do that actually fairly impressed by impressing the child with that it, it makes babysitting a lot easier when you can just you know sit there and quote the disney movie as you watch it <laughs> anyways uh forge what about you who's your favorite character i love nani i she just she she tries so hard and i mean you can tell that you know it's not what they have isn't perfect but it's them and it works for them and she just wants it to work so badly. I just, I love her. Yeah, I agree. I think Nani's a great character. Speaking of Nani, though, we have to bring up David. And yes, it please. It irks me a little bit. I think David's a great character. I think David is great for Lilo and Nani. And I think that he is very helpful. But one of the big conceptions in the very small Lilo and Stitch fandom that I've happened to come across over the internet is that David is this like perfect guy who understands that Lilo and Nani are going through something weird and you know whatever but it's like that's not necessarily true because he continually pursues Nani throughout the entire movie like Mm -hmm. at the beginning when he first goes to ask her out she says I told you I can't so he's already asked her and she's already turned him down right and he just kind of like continues to ask which I guess you could say, like, persistence eventually paid off. But it's kind of like, dude, she's 
she's trying to get social workers off her back so she can keep her sister like she kind of has some stuff going on yeah and then at the end where she's he finds her a job and he's joking but she's like i owe you one and he says that's okay you can just date me and we'll call it even and like it's funny but at the same time it's like bro bro (laughs) take a seat only only a little it's it's totally fine it's actually kind of funny because at the same time like if you think about i know for for us in ages it kind of lines up where you know we were definitely in that time period of like oh well if he does this it's because he likes you and now you're like no that's creepy yeah <laughs> but at the time it's like oh he just really likes her i just find that interesting yeah i mean this is nowhere near as bad as like twilight Oh, but God. even when you're younger and you read Twilight, you're like, oh, my God, Edward. And, and now you get you're older like, and you're like, Edward. oh, my God, Edward. <laughs> Breathe, man. Like, <laughs> sit outside and chick Take a lap. Like, just see her in school. It's okay. <laughs> Take a lap. Have just... a nap, please. <laughs> Um, okay, so we've done favorite character, but now I want to know, what is your favorite scene in this movie? I wish that the tsunami siren were actually in the movie. I know. It definitely gets an honorable mention. <laughs> because because that that's is, great. That is actually probably my favorite. Um, mm. Yeah, that definitely I solidified my love for Lilo. Yeah, that was incredible, where it's just like, when this goes off. (laughs) Well, and I think I really kind of, they cut it because they thought the scene was too mean. I'm pretty sure is what the ultimate idea was. Which is unfortunate, because I think it's also a really great commentary. Yes. But I also think that it it was a really good way of tying her and Stitch together a little more, because it shows that Lilo is also good with creating chaos. Mm -hmm. Like... She scares an entire beach full of people who have done nothing to her because some tourists were really rude to her on the road. So it's like, she clearly doesn't have a problem causing a little mayhem herself. But I digress. <laughs> so in the movie, what was your favorite? Um, Probably Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride because I love the sea animation. Yeah. Like that has just the the visuals and the colors and the animation that are just incredible and i am obsessed with that song so it's also one of the saddest scenes in the movie it is because like stitch is just like i'm over here i'm doing it too and is just straight up ignored yeah like it hits me in the feels every time i watch it because he's just like he's emulating them oh you know i'm I'm gonna bury myself in the sand and then he puts the little leaf in the sand and raises his arms like yay and then he notices that nobody has like paid any attention and then he just face plants into the sand and i'm just like come here small one i will hug you it makes me so sad for him i know but then he figures it out like he goes over and is like i want to surf and they take him out what what about yours? Mine. It's really hard to pick one. Because it's difficult. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, the one that instantly comes to mind is right after Lilo reads him the story of the ugly duckling. And then she plays. Oh, God. And so the next morning Nani gets woken up and Lilo's like look and Stitch's nail can play the record and the sound comes out of his mouth 
And then Cobra Bubbles knocks on the door and freaks everybody out. And Stitch is just holding the ugly duckling when he walks up. And then he growls and beams Cobra Bubbles in the head with the book. And I'm just like, yes. (laughs) I think that whole sequence, like just Stitch being a record player to, you know, that or the blender scene. You're loose in the house all the time, and I sleep just fine. Meanwhile, Stitch has turned on the blender and opened it up and got attacked by it. And I just, I love this movie. It's really hard to pick one. I'm just, those two. I'm just letting you go because I'm fully aware that when we do Pocahontas, this will be me. Yes. So. <laughs> um, but you mentioned it before, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride, which I really want to talk about the music in this movie because I love it. Yes, please. Let's do it. So, yeah. I don't know if you remember back in the early 2000s, this teen band called the A-Teens. They were basically oh my God, like I hadn't until... New Wave ABBA. Oh my God. They did yeah. a version of Elvis's Can't Help Falling in Love with You for the end credits. Now I'm thinking about them and S Club 7 and I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> S Club 7 was so good. But yeah, the A-Teens did like a version of Elvis. For the end credits, and I used to love that. And Winona Judd did um, Burning Love. And then you've got Himele no Lilo and Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. I also very much apologize if I butchered the pronunciation of the Hawaiian there. Um, if anybody wants to correct my pronunciation, please do, because I'd like to get it right. But the whole soundtrack was just amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I like the originals more than just cause I'm not the biggest Elvis fan. Shame. I'm sorry. I'm just, ne- it's, it's never been my thing. Um, apologies to Elvis fans, but agree to disagree. Um, but I love, I love the original music in it. It's so good. And it's so fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very. I I love putting the windows down in my car and playing Hawaiian roller coaster ride. <laughs> just yeah. blare it. It's 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 just fun and like when you play it on like if you put on Dizzy Pandora, Hawaiian roller coaster ride comes on fairly frequently because it's amazing. so it's just one of the ones that you don't skip. You just kind of like turn it up and, and you know dance to it. Yeah. But when we talk about um, Himele no Lilo, there was something that I was reading. That was talking about the trans, like the translation of oh, the name. Oh God! Of I remember song. you telling me about that. Yeah, and obviously this is a translation that comes from the internet. Take it for, take it with a grain of salt because I don't really know where this person got this, but like the song title itself is is kind of translated in like a nice way. So like Lilo, the name means generous one in Hawaiian, according to this person on the internet. And which sounds like really cute, you know, and you can really see that with how Lilo is like, she's very forgiving and she's generous and stuff like that. But apparently it also has another translation that it can mean lost. Which fits more, I think, with like the theme of the movie. So I kind of believe it. But also all of the tears, all of the feels, all of the, oh my God, you poor baby. Right. And so if you... Look at the name Lilo, meaning lost. It means that Himeleno Lilo translates 
loosely to Lullaby of the Lost. And it kind of just makes you want to cry. No, I'm sad again. Thanks, friend. <laughs> You're welcome. But if anybody listens and knows whether or not that is 100% true or if that's like an internet lie or whatever, comment and let us know. Because I'm really interested in knowing how true that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I am not the... I'm not the right one. <laughs> but, so, I'm curious, because I know how much you love this movie, but is there anything that you dislike about this movie? No. <laughs> I really, I really can't. Like, I love all the characters. You know, you've got Jumba and Pleakley, who are, like, Disney's, you know, alien gay couple Pleakley who is definitely a cross-dresser if not transgender you know because you see that mm-hmm. Pleakley loves dressing up like a lady so that's awesome right so you definitely have a thing you know that you love all the characters you have Nani and Lilo and Stitch and even the Grand Councilwoman and I mean they're all great the backgrounds like, can we yeah. just talk about the animation for a second? Because this is the first movie since 1941 to use watercolor. And you see it, and they're beautiful. All of I the mean, backgrounds are watercolor. That is... I actually... I, that's something I love about that movie, is I'll be watching it, and I'm just looking at the, the backgrounds a lot of the times, because they are absolutely gorgeous. Like, I'm thinking of... Like, Lilo kind of standing on the path, and like, looking down and just everything is just so pretty and lovely and <sighs> sorry right well I mean don't don't apologize because it's, <laughs> it's I mean it's true and they actually have like the art of animation books for Disney where they, they kind of take you into the animation process and a lot of like the background sketches and stuff and the, the test things for Disney movies and they did one sort of for Lilo and Stitch and I got it as a Christmas present one year and they talk about this how since because like because it had not been done since 1941 when they did Dumbo none of the Disney artists were really up on their watercolor the ones who were working on this movie so they were you know kind of like well what if we did this it kind of looks like watercolor and Chris Sanders was basically like no <laughs> it it needs to be watercolor so they had to relearn how to do the watercolor to do these backgrounds and like dedication I so pretty shout shout out by the way to the art of animation books because they're amazing aren't they I love them I every once in a while I hop on the internet and just like which ones can I find now because there's a bunch of them that I need yeah if anybody knows where I can find a couple of those let me know (laughs) you know the animation and the characters and the story itself and the storytelling and the character arcs. Like, I just... And it's, like, I love this movie so much that it's hard for me to be objective about it. And I'm sure that there are flaws. And I'm sure that there are things that I'm not seeing. Um, but I just... I love it. What about you? I'm sure you have this... I, uh, and, you know. It isn't so much that I don't like it. It's just that I get so frustrated whenever, like, nothing is going right because... Bubbles just shows up at like the worst possible times. And I'm just like, no, no, like if you just see. <laughs> this 
it's not even that I don't like it. I just get so frustrated because I just, I mean, like, obviously I know that things are going to work out, but I just want them to be perfect. <laughs> well, it's like you see him in the background everywhere they go. Like, he's stalking them. He really is. It's a and little creepy. It's a little excessive. Like, your job as a social worker, I don't think, is to keep tabs on them like a private eye. I could be wrong, but I don't think that's in the job description. <laughs> I mean, you you would think. I you I just hope. I get. I I I just get frustrated for Nadia Lilo <laughs> more than it makes me angry. Um, Agreed. Which I know sounds really silly, and I just apologize to everyone that I'm not a little more eloquent. But here we are. <laughs> So, next, obviously, is the trivia section of the episode, which is the part that I'm super excited about because I love, like, all the little fun facts and stuff that are associated with these movies. And one of my favorites that I've come across in my, you know, years of loving Lilo and Stitch is something I never noticed until I read it and then paid attention. But in the opening scene where they show Stitch and he's kind of in his little, like, containment bubble while the Grand Councilwoman is passing sentence on Jumba, and he's licking the glass. Mm -hmm. You know, it just kind of looks, like, random. But if you pay attention, he actually licked the Disney D. So, like, his saliva trail makes the Disney D before he rubs his nose in it and smears it. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking it up, like, right now because I need to... Oh, my God, you're right. I told you. (laughs) Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, I feel really you don't dumb pay attention to it. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Weird, weird, weird. <laughs> I just, well, that's like, so I didn't notice that, but it's also like things you don't think about is that, you know, it's also the first feature length animated film that was set in Hawaii. Yeah. Which then you think about it, and it's like, that was 15 years ago. Like, that wasn't that long ago. Why are we not funding this? I'm sorry. I just needed to go. <laughs> well, the quick answer is because white people. Touche, my friend. As a white people, I say because white people. <sighs> you know, just got to throw that out there. But it's hey, you know, true. like hey, Lilo and Stitch and Moana did really well. So here's hoping that we get more and better representation going forward in these feature length movies than we've gotten and hopefully it doesn't take as long as it took between well you know not quite 15 years between Lilo and Stitch and Moana agreed definitely agreed you mentioned uh earlier when you were talking about Hawaiian roller coaster ride and you said that you love seeing all like the sea life the spaceships you don't really get to see a lot of the spaceships, but in the opening scene where you do see them, mm-hmm. they were actually drawn and designed to resemble marine life. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Which I guess is really cool because, like, you know, a lot of marine life is really freaky in spaceships, so. Again, now I'm, now I'm Googling the things and, okay, okay, Yeah. I can see that because that one kind of looks like a manta and yep okay <laughs> god i love disney i know 
I love Disney so much. Um, so, you know, we're talking about how much we love pretty much everything. Um, and apparently, as did other people, because it was also nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animation, but it lost to Spirited Away. Which is also a Disney movie. Yeah. So, I mean, is it really a loss if it loses to itself? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it, I would have loved to see it win, but Disney walked away with right. the award anyway, so it's a win-win for Disney. Was That's how I felt with all the Zootopia Moana stuff. I'm like, oh, yes, technically you didn't lose, but Moana. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but something else is... This movie could have been a like this movie had a lot of sad bits and a lot of things that definitely punched you right in the feels. Even though they had the fun parts and the happy parts and it it ended well, there were still a lot of those really sad moments. Like we talked about Stitch Stitch building his sandcastle and Lilo's parents, but there were a lot of scenes that were cut that could have been so much worse. Like there was supposed to be a scene in one of the earlier drafts where Lilo introduces to Pudge the fish and then some birds swoop down and kill Pudge what the hell is wrong with people I know like right in front of Lilo and Stitch obviously doesn't like see anything wrong with it he kind of enjoys it because it's chaos and then Lilo has to like sit him down and explain to him why this is wrong and she explains everything to him and that's kind of like Stitch's turning point in the earlier draft like when he starts to maybe want to try and not be a chaos maker and so Lilo then takes him to the cemetery where her parents are buried and buries Pudge there with her parents. Why do people hate Joy? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Because then you go into the next one where, you know, the scene where Lilo and Nani's house is destroyed because Jumba and Stitch are kind of having this, like, battle royale. It was supposed to be so much worse. What? Yeah. Like, Jumbo like was supposed how? to be a lot creepier. He's supposed to be firing the gun off a lot more than he did. Stitch has to fill the house with gas. So Jumbo can't use the gun. But then he does anyway, and the house explodes. Completely. <laughs> Why? I seriously... I mean, I'm glad they didn't do it. <laughs> Kind of like, I guess it's just the drafting process where you're like, this sounds like a great idea. And then you come back a week later and you're like, hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not. Let's not, not go there. Little, little dark. Little dark. But so, like, obviously we don't see those. But bouncing back on what you said about Pudge, people apparently think that Pudge isn't in the movie? Question mark. He only has, like, a split-second cameo, but he's definitely there because the screen, it's, like, where they're, like, Walt Disney Studios presents and there's, like, a whole bunch of fish in the background and then the lettering goes away and then you see this orange fish with a peanut butter sandwich in its mouth swim across the screen. And then Lilo later talks about how she feeds Pudge the fish a peanut butter sandwich because he controls the weather, which... Also happens to be because her parents died in a car accident on a rainy day, so she which is also to keep the weather nice. Which is also freaking devastating. I know. Can we just can we just talk about how Chris Sanders and Dean LeBlanc obviously need hugs? 
right? Like, someone wasn't hugged enough as like, child. I am, I am perfectly happy with being hurt in this way because it's one of those, like, ouch, my feels, but then you can't, like, quit. <laughs> you know? But, like, come on, man. There's got to be a point where, like, the sadness just, you just give the little girl a break. She's, like, five or six. She is already hurting. Like, she does not need, you know, More. Pudge freaking eating right in front of her. <laughs> I mean, I would have been really cool with him bringing Pudge back. Like, it, it would have been neat to see Lilo feed, like, take Stitch with her to feed Pudge. Yeah, but I didn't But he get survives the encounter. Right. Like, nobody dies. I just, no. <laughs> there was also, I watched this on the interwebs at some point. It was another scene that was not taken out of the film, but rather edited for the film because it confused test audiences. So apparently when they were showing the film first to test audiences, there's that scene after Lilo and Nani fight where Nani brings pizza up and they kind of have a conversation. And the test audiences originally got really confused because they couldn't tell whether or not Nani was Lilo's mom. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's why they add that line in and that thing where Nani's trying to like, yeah, well, I promise. And Layla's like, I like you better as a sister than a mom. They added that in specifically because test audiences got confused. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, huh, test audiences do matter. And sometimes they turn Kylie really, really salty. But um, <laughs> that doesn't take much. We'll get, we'll get into that in a later episode. Um. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, alluding to other movies, um, apparently when Stitch comes out of the crash ship and he's all like, rah, 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 apparently he says Chewbacca, which is hilarious to me for many reasons. <laughs> yeah, you, I don't honestly know whether or not they, they did make up a language or if they just spouted nonsense and pretended it meant something because Chris Sanders actually does the voice of Stitch. I feel like I always know that and then I forget about it. So I don't, like, I wouldn't put it past him to have made up words. Mm-hmm. But I also wouldn't put it past them to just, like, blah, 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 and then, yeah, that means something in Alien. How <laughs> remember Chewbacca. <laughs> I, love, I love that scene, too, though, for a specific reason. Well, there's two. First off, bring me the nicest angel you have, and then here comes Stitch with his, like, manic laughter. Um, but there's also the frog that is in the roadway and Stitch runs up to it and he's like poking it with a gun and then Stitch gets run over and the frog's just kind of on the side wide, sidelines <laughs> like, um, alrighty then. <laughs> Love it. It is a super fun movie and I regret that I didn't immediately watch it as a child. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> Thank you, friend. Um, but I, I mean, it's it's a really really fun movie, and I do I do I, regret, I have regrets about not watching it. Yeah, and you know, like I seem to be the only one out of my friends, and I'm including you in that because you didn't watch it until I made you watch it, but that liked it. Kelly wasn't a huge fan of it. Amanda didn't really like it, you know, and I'm. I've always been the weird one anyways, so I guess it fits that I'm the other one that liked the really weird Disney movie, but, you know, 
I don't know. I just, I don't understand how they didn't like it because it's so cute. It is really cute. Like, when you get down to it, it's just a cute movie. Yeah, and I, I, I know that I appreciate it now more than I, I did as a child, that's for sure. I also love finding the little Easter eggs. I like, like the D. Well, there's the D. But then there's also, um, Nani has a Mulan poster up on mm-hmm. her wall, and Chris Sanders worked on Mulan. And I think Dean DeBlois did too. And then in Lilo's room next to her easel, where Stitch is like going crazy and ripping pages off of it, you see a Dumbo stuffed animal. So you see a whole bunch of things. Like if you just pay a little bit of attention, all Disney movies are like that though. Yeah. But it's it's fun fun. to see it in watercolor. (laughs) It's because it's beautiful. It is beautiful. But do you have any final thoughts, dear Greg? Um, if you haven't watched this movie yet, you definitely need to. And if you have watched it and didn't like it, you need to watch it again and see if you like it now because reevaluate you might your appreciate life choices. It. Yeah. So that is all I have for tell the good people how they can get a hold of us. They can email us at the numeral two nerdgirls at gmail.com. They can also check us out on Twitter and Facebook, also at Two Nerd Girls Podcast. I apologize. The email address is Two Nerd Girls Podcast. <laughs> it's been a while, Greg. <laughs> Hit us up, Two Nerd Girls Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Yes, we would. And to end this, dear listener, see if I can remember how to do this right because it's been so long. <laughs> Don't forget to believe in a little bit of faith, trust, and pixie dust. And do not forget to be awesome. Bye! Bye.